Hi there and welcome. Thank you for joining our podcast from Rock Ministries Kabecha. Our prayer is a ministry is that this podcast would touch you in a way that will change your life for the better. If you want to get in touch with us or get to know us a little better, follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Enjoy and be blessed. Let's come to the sermon of the word of God for today. Praise the Lord. Come with me to the book of John chapter 5. Uh, John chapter 5. Zautela toligi amen lungselele ugundifundela nai. John chapter 5. We are going to take our text from here. John chapter 5. The healing at the pool. Praise the Lord. Tell us, verse 1. If you've got the closer version ready there, do verse 1 and then go to verse 3 uh, all the way to verse 8. Hallelujah. Bonke abakolwayo ukuba uyesu nguye ukrestu. Bazelwe ngutiko. Bonke abamtanda yolowo wazalayo. Baya mtanda na lowo uzelwe yunguye. Are you on in John chapter 5? John chapter 5 verse 1. The healing at the pool. Let me start okay. reading from the English version in the meantime. We're still paging there. Some time later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals. Now, there is in Jerusalem near the ship gate a pool, which in Aramaic is called Bethesda, and which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Here, a great number of disabled people used to lie. The blind, the lame, the paralyzed. Verse 5. One who was there had been an invalid Paralyzed for 38 years. Verse 6. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? Verse 7. Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is dead. Whilst I'm lying, I'm trying to get in. Someone else goes down ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your mat and walk. At once the man was cured. He picked up his mat and he walked. The day on which this took place was the Sabbath. Praise the Lord. Amen. Mveni kwezi zinto, kwaye kuko umtende loko wa mayuta, wenyuka uyesu waya e Yerusalem. Keka loku kuko e Yerusalem apo, nga kwele zimvu isango ikribi, egutiwa ukubizwa yipetesta, ngesi yepere, line veranda ezintlanu. Kwa gulele kuzo inkita ezininzi yemilwelwe, imfama, izkwala, abome umzimba, belinde ukuzanya zanyiswa kwa manzi. Kuba, kuba istunywa sezulunga, esha litile besisila, Singe ene ekribini, si wakopa kope amanzi. Lowo ngoko ubete angene tamu, emva kukukotwa kotwa kwa manzi, ubepila na kusipina isifu, abeba njwe siso. Mkolo wesitano. Keka loku, bekuko umtu utile apo, ube mnyaka imashumi amatatu anesipozu, engu mlelwe. Uyesu embona lowo elele, esazi ukubas, usele enekresha elikulu, enjalo, utikuye. Uyafuna na ukuba upile, wapendula umlele wati, ngosi, andi mnamtu wukuti, ta ate akotwa akotwa amanzi, andi pose ikribini. Kuteke ndagubonu kuba mnandiaya, ndipange lwengo omye ukuusha. Ati uyesukuye, vuka, 
Utabate ukukolwako, uwambe. Usuke kwa oko, wapila umtu. Walutabata ukukolwake, wahamba. Keka loku, kwa kuisabata lomini. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Verse 5 says, Umkolo weslanu uti. Among the many sick people lying there, there was a man who had been disabled for 38 years. Amongst the many people that were there, there was a man. In other versions, this says a certain man. But the name is not given. Because Jesus comes for all men. Title of my message this morning preceding what is coming this weekend. It says to heal a man. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus wants to heal a man. And not just heal a man as in gender but to heal everybody. Human beings at large. There are illnesses. There are sicknesses. There are situations that only Jesus can heal. Hallelujah. Just to see if you are still here. Hallelujah. There are certain sicknesses. There are certain illnesses that only God can heal. It is important for us to note this. It is important for us to embrace this. To know that there are things that even medical science, the best of doctors, the best of counselors, psychologists, psychiatrists, the wisest of men, there are problems they can never solve. But it takes Jesus to solve. Because what is impossible with men is possible with God. I said what is impossible with men is possible with God. I said what is impossible with men is possible with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mark 10, 27 says, With men, it is impossible but not with God for with God all things all things are possible with God it's God who is going to heal and who can heal the issues that man face and in the story we see a situation here that affected a certain man. The Bible tells us that this man had been ill, yet he was, he was, he was disabled for over for 38 years. In other words, he had a long-standing issue. He had a long problem. He had a situation. And now the Bible tells us that this man was next to a pool a pool that happened occasionally or once in a while the angel of the Lord would come and touch this water rattle the water stir up the water the Bible tells us that the first man the first person to jump into the pool or to roll into the water the first one would be healed then number one would be healed so everyone 
different sick people. They were around this wall, this pool. Because they did not know when the water would be stirred. And so they had to stay there for days, for months. Maybe even for years. Waiting for the water to be stirred. This man was also in this situation. You would be brought into this place. You would lie there perhaps waiting for the water to be stirred. But his challenge was that you would not make it to be that number one. He kept going to a place that was disappointing to him. He was suffering. He was ill. He wished for a change of circumstances. And you would go to this place. You would lie there waiting for something to happen. But things would continue to happen for other people and not for him. I don't know if you have ever been in that situation where you are lined up for a miracle you are lined up for, for, for a breakthrough you are trusting God to get something and you really believe that something will happen but nothing really happens instead it happens to other people that's what life does to us. In this life you get people somehow seemingly getting the things you are dreaming about. It's worse with these social media When you open up there you see a man driving your dream. You see a person living in the house of your dream. You see someone visiting the destination of your dream. It's like they get, they got there first before you did. And when you open up again, someone else is living your dream again. But somehow, when you have not yet gotten there, Situation like that in life can be very troubling. Can be very worrying. But we thank God for Jesus. Who is there for us as our hope of glory. So that we continue in this life with our hope in Jesus. With our trust in Him. The man kept going to the place. Even though the place was disappointing. Many lay next to the pool hoping that they would become number one. Uh, one thing that I want us to note here which to me came alive I would like everyone of us to understand this because it is very important for our faith as believers these people knew that the water would be stirred at some point. Their eyes, their eyes were on the water all the time. As much as they could, they always had to keep their eyes fixed on the water. So they would see the water when the water would, stay, would be stirred. Their eyes were on what was working for them at the time. There are things that work for us. There are things that we hear also that they have worked for that one and that one. And then you will find us as people fixing our eyes on those things. Looking on those things. Waiting for our turn in those things. But the layman 
When the living water came alongside He had to lift his eyes from the pool and fix his eyes on the living water. That is very important. His eyes his health all along. He was focusing on this water that it is, it is this pool that I am going to receive my help from. But when the living water Jesus Christ came the man had to lift his eyes from the pool and look to Jesus the living waters the one who would now heal him brethren we do not get the breakthroughs we do not get the healing. We do not get the restoration that we are supposed to get because our eyes are still on the pool. We have not lifted our eyes up to Jesus. We are still looking to those things that we are used to trying. We are still running to, to those those people that we are running to. Some of them were helped by these but people. But we have not lifted our eyes to Jesus. What, what is to lift your eyes to Jesus? It is to put your trust in him. To say the things I have trusted in before have not helped me yet. But now I choose to lift my eyes to Jesus Christ. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Jesus is the answer. At some point, my brother, at some point, my sister, you need to lift your eyes upon the mountains. Your help. your help comes from the Lord, the maker of heavens and earth. I'm here to encourage people. I'm here to encourage someone. For many years, you have looked at other things. You have even looked at the church. You have even looked at your home self. You have looked at people out in Babylon and Babylon. You looked at the people you thought are wiser. At your uncle, you looked at your parents, but my brother, my sister, the message of the Lord to you is time to look to Jesus. It's time to put your trust in God. My hope is in the name of the Lord. In you, Lord, I trust. The Bible says, even young men will lose their strength. Says, but those who trust in the Lord, those who wait upon the Lord, those who believe in the name of the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. Not everybody, but it is those who trust in the Lord. It is Jesus, the answer of the world. That is cruel. It is Jesus, the answer to the homes that are ruined. It is Jesus, the answer of our life that is ruined. It is Jesus, the answer of a business that is in ruins. It is Jesus, the answer of a marriage that is in ruins. It is Jesus, the answer. Lift up your eyes from those things you are doing. Place them on Jesus. He is the answer. The man had to lift his eyes and look at the man who was speaking. 
and is speaking to Jesus. Jesus and he removed his eyes from what he was always focusing For on. 38 years. 38 years. And his hope was in that water. His, his hope was on that water. There are things that we are, we are holding on to for many years. They haven't helped us. There are many things that we are holding on to for so many years. They are not helping us. There are things that we are holding on to as we are relying on them as we are holding on to them for many years. They have not changed anything. And your health you will never receive when you are still looking to them. Your eyes, you must remove them and lift them up and look to Jesus where your help comes from. This man had to lift his eyes from the pool and look to the living ones in the name of Jesus. And he looked to Jesus and he spoke to Christ and Jesus asks him a very big question. Very simple, straightforward question. Do you want to get well? He comes to this man. The Bible tells us that seeing him, but he had been like that for 38 years. I appreciated even that fact. Seeing him, he saw him. And I appreciated the fact that Jesus sees Jesus sees me. The eye of Jesus sees me. Jesus sees me. And there is something about him he doesn't see like a person. A person sees and see and just look. But nothing that he's carrying. He's only carrying sympathy. He's only carrying embarrassment. He's only carrying shame. But the eyes of Jesus, when they look and they see and they bring a solution, Hallelujah. he doesn't look like we look. He doesn't see like we see. His eyes they penetrate beyond the superficial. Jesus, when he sees a person, this is why it is important to expose yourself to Jesus. To expose yourself to Jesus. To expose yourself to the presence of Jesus. Because when he sees you, he comes with help. We are born and he sees this man. That he has been sick for 38 years. He's looking at him suffering for 38 years. Nobody has helped him. And he asks him what is the desire of your heart? Do you want to get help? He asked him because he wants to invite faith. From him. Do you want to get well? My born This man gives a very interesting answer. He says, I have no one. He says, I have no one. The question is very simple. It is very straightforward. This person is sitting with other ones who are sick. He has come to get healing. And he is asked, Do you want to get healed? And he answers and says, I do not have anyone. He was not asked whether you have a person or not. He was asked whether do you want to be healed. 
God wants you with the things that you want in your life. He is asking this man the desire of his heart. Do you want to get well? I believe that question is coming to everyone here. Looking at your circumstances, do you want to be better than you are. Do you want more from God? Do you want the best of God? Do you want to be restored? Do you want to be healed? Do you want a breakthrough? What do you want God to do for you? It's important for us to be able to answer and to answer this boldly Holy. Because God does not lack any strength to do. Do you want to be healed? This man gives a bad answer. He gives a hopeless answer. An answer of He says, I have no one. Because this man had gotten to a place where he had lost all hope. It's possible to go through situations to go through life challenges for so long. For so long. You try this, you try that one. You try that and you try that one. You pray and you are preached to. And have hope and a guest speaker comes and lives again. And you are told to believe. And you believe and you receive. But the situation remains. In that process. Then it comes. That the hope is is lacking. And this is something. That I want us to fight for. Whatever happens in your life. Whatever happens in your life. Whatever you go through in life. Never lose your hope. Because it is your hope. That will connect you to the hope of glory. It doesn't matter. How long the problem continues. Don't lose your hope. Look to your neighbor say my neighbor don't lose your hope. Don't lose your hope. We are seeing our Salwana in our days. Losing hope in God. Going through situations. Some are moving from the Christian faith. And they are going to other faiths now. What has happened? Was he not a believer? Yes, he was a believer. Did he not have faith at the beginning? Yes, he had faith. But the duration of the problem got them to lose their hope. Once you lose your hope, you are in trouble because Satan will offer other This man lost his hope. How do I keep my hope, Pastor? Stay in the word. Declare the word. Speak the word. Hold on to the word because the word will never change. All heavens and earth will pass away. But the word of God will remain. Hold on to God. Don't lose your hope. I don't know what you're going through. Don't lose your hope. Don't lose your hope. Believe on. Dream on. Work more. Believe rather. Keep pushing. Keep going forward. Don't lose your hope. Because your answer is on the other side of your hope. People have lost hope in their God. People have lost hope in their country. People have lost hope in the leadership of this country. People have lost hope in South Africa. But I am here saying 
stand by God the Lord. To say we cannot lose hope. But we have to keep believing. But our God will make a way for me. My Hallelujah. I know the Lord. You will make a way for me. I don't know how. I don't know when. But one thing I know. My God will make a way. My God will make a way. For you, hold on to him. The confessions you've made, hold on to them. Keep trusting. Keep holding on. Hold on. Hold on, my sister. Hold on, mom. Stay in him. Stay in him. And trust him. Don't, don't go around. Hold on. And go forward. And go forward. One thing I know. The answer is on the other side of our hope. My bone in God. Hallelujah. He is not a man that he should lie. He will open the door. He will open the door. He said, knock. Keep on knocking and the door shall be opened. We are not told how long we must knock. But we are told to knock. We are told to knock. We are told to ask. We are not told how long but how long But we keep on asking hoping and trusting that our God will make a way for us. The believers must hold on to Jesus. Keep hoping in him. Keep trusting in him. And go to church. Even if you don't feel anything. Sometimes the songs will be worshipped. And they will sing the songs. And you are not moved. Sometimes you read the Bible. You don't feel anything. And you are just reading it. But I'm telling you my brother. Read it along. Carry on reading it. And pray. And you will feel empty. You feel that there's no breakthrough. What do you do? You keep on. We are The Bible says, having done all, to stand. 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 And hold on. They will ask you, what kind of God are you serving? And say, I know. The one I walk with. I know. My redeemer, he lives. He lives. He lives. He lives. He lives. He's going to turn the situation. He's going to take me out. Things are going to turn around. Things are going to come together. I don't know where. I don't know how. But what I know, I'm not going to stay in this situation. I'm not going to stay in this situation. This man may have lost his hope. This man may have lost his hope. But one thing I give him, he kept going to the point. He kept going there. He kept going there. He was found next to the place but got the answer. My brethren, when Jesus visits your house, when Jesus visits your home cell, when Jesus visits your church, you must be found there. At least you must be found there. You must be found there. Even if you don't pray such long prayers, but you are here. You are here. Because you believe. I am not going anywhere. I am going nowhere. I am staying in the Lord. That should be your confession. This man was probably saying, 
the fact remains I'm here I'm not going anywhere sometimes you have to say that even about your life and say I'm not going anywhere I'm not going to die we are not going to die we are not going anywhere we are not going to die in the name of Jesus we are standing here we are sitting here we are not going to close the, door, the doors of the church we are not going to close the doors of our businesses your business will go nowhere we are not going anywhere we believe we believe we believe we believe we believe we know him the one we walk with he carries those that belong to him he doesn't abandon them he doesn't abandon them on the way we know him the one we walk with he's Jehovah his name is Jehovah he's going to open however he's going to open he's going to do it he's going to make a way in the desert we are going to get out of here we are going to break through we are going to cross over we know the one we walk with he is alive he is alive he is Jesus his name is Jesus he is alive he is alive he is alive he carries those who belong to him he carries those who belong to him even if you are quiet for such a time even if you don't see anything as though he's not doing anything but my brethren he's going to come to you as well he's going to come to you as well the way that he came to this man he came Jesus came and asked him a question don't you want to be healed he's going to come Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming to you too. He's coming to you too. This man. He was being overtaken by so many people. He was overtaken. And they went into the pool. And they, they were successful. And they were healed. And he was left behind. Maybe he was asking himself, well, do I have a case? What's wrong with you me? Don't Why am I always left behind? Other people are getting favor. I am getting nothing. But one day, I said there came a day where Jesus came to him too. I'm telling you, my brother and sister, wait for your day. Jesus will come even to you. It won't be long. It won't be long. Jesus will come to you. He will open the door for you. He will favor you. He will make a way for you. And Jesus came because he comes, because he arrives, he arrives, he may delay, but he does not deny you. He may delay, but he does not deny you. He will surely come to you. He will surely come to you. He came and he asked him, do you want to be well? Yes. I have no one. And there are some here. Jesus is asking that person. Do you want to be promoted? And you are saying I have no education. Do you want this? And you are coming with another reason. My brother, my sister. Jesus is coming to you. And he is asking you the question. Do you want to be healed? Do you want the breakthrough? Do you want the door to open? Do you want to move from where you are? Do you want to get to the place you really want to be? Do you want to cross over? Do you want 
this door to open? Do you want this door to open? This man said, I have no one. And he began to explain. And I'm glad Jesus does not listen to our explanations. I said, I thank Jesus that he does not listen to our explanations. But he went straight to the heart's desire of this man. Sometimes the desires of our hearts are clouded by the circumstances in our lives. That sometimes the desires of our hearts are crowded by the circumstances around us. But Jesus decided, let me move away beyond the explanation and let me give this man what he has been coming here for all his life. And the Bible says Jesus spoke a word and he said to him, pick up your mat and walk. Pick up your mat and walk. Listen to this as I close. Jesus says, pick up your mat and walk. Pick up your mat. The mat is the place this man was sitting on. The mat was that which confined this man. The mat was his identity that this one is crippled. This one is disabled. This one cannot walk. He's sitting on this mat. When they carry him, they carry him with his He bed. is confined here. He, he is down. limited here. But Jesus comes to him. And he says, when I arrive, when I am close by you, when I am talking to you, there are things that change in your life. The things that limited you, the things that captured you, the things that controlled you, you begin to control Yes. When Jesus arrived to this man, he was kept by this man. He was carried by this man. That, is, that was his limitation. But because Jesus came, because his eyes are on Jesus, because he's speaking to Jesus, he was able to carry what was carrying him. And he was able to run. I'm telling you, my brother, when you put your eyes on Jesus, when you put your trust in Jesus, when you hold on to Jesus, when your hope is in Jesus, you are able to carry the things that carry you. You are able to, co to, to conquer your confines. You are able to rise up. Jesus says, rise up. Rise up. Rise up. Rise up. Rise up, man. You are limited, but Jesus says, rise up, This coming week, I believe that God is going to resurrect man. Rise up, church, rise up. Take your stand in the 
of Jesus. Rise up. Rise up against that storm. Rise up. Take your stand. Rise up against that storm. Rise up. Take your stand. And he came. He came. And said, stand up. And take your mat. And carry it on your head. And walk. You have stayed here for too long. You have been limited for too long. You have been in drugs for too long. You have been bitter for too long. You have been crying for too long. You have been hopeless for too long. Jesus says, rise up, pick up your mat and begin to walk. Because Jesus is here in your life. It's time to rise up from those ashes. It's time to rise up from that rubble. It's time to rise up from that pain. It's time to rise up. Rise up, rise up. Rise up, rise up from that fear. Rise up from that condemnation. Rise up from that pain. Rise up from that pain. It's time to rise up. Rise up from that unforgiveness. Rise up. Conquer it. Walk away from it. In the name of Jesus. Rise up in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Everybody standing up on your feet. And every head bowed. It's time to rise up. Rise above. Rise and be healed. Rise and be restored. Rise up. Rise up. The first group of people I want to pray for. Every head is bowed. Every eye is closed. You are here this morning. This word is talking to you. You are in a situation. Your life is a mess. Things are going nowhere. Things are not where you thought they would be. You had even lost hope that things would be better. But you are sharing the word today that when Jesus came to the man, the situation of the man changed. And you are saying, Pastor, how I wish my own situation could change. My brother, my sister, if you too could allow Jesus in your life like this man allowed Jesus in his life. If you can lift your eyes from the things you were trusting in and place your life and your trust on Jesus, your situation will change. You will be restored. The condemnation will go. The guilt will leave. Your sins will be forgiven. Your bitterness will leave. You will become a better man. You will have eternal life. You will be changed forever. If you can give your life to Jesus. If that is you, you're saying, Pastor, where you are standing, put up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Put it up high. Put it up high. God bless you. Put it up high. God bless you. Put it up high. God bless you. God bless you. Put it up high. God bless you. Put it up high. Put it up high. You are saying, I want Jesus to change my life. To change my life. All, all those with their hands up, come. I want to pray with you. Take your belongings, take your Bible, take your purse. Take your belongings, come to the front. Come, come, come. Let's clap for them as they come. Clap for them as they come. Clap for them as they come. Come, 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 sis, come. Come, come and receive Jesus. Come and receive Jesus. Come and receive Jesus. Come and receive Jesus. That mat is not your end. 
Your situation will not change. Your situation will not end there. It's changing right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I also, number two, want to pray for people. You may be born again. You may even be born again. You are saying, Pastor, I've been in a situation. It is so hard. It is so heavy. It has gone on for so long. I've tried this. I've tried that, but I have not gotten help. I need help today. I need help today. I want you to come and stand here on my left, if that is you. This situation must change now. And you are saying I've been trusting in other things, but today I choose to put my trust in Jesus. Please, just mark here so that, can you move those who came to Jesus, just move more to my right. Can you just shift so we can accommodate more? In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. The church is praying now. I'm going to start to pray with them. In the name of Jesus. Church, stretch your hands towards them. We are praying. We are praying. We are praying. There is something happening here. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We are at the presence of Jesus. We are in the presence of Jesus. Jesus is here to heal a man. Jesus is here to heal a woman. Jesus is here to restore things. Jesus the restorer. Jesus the changer. Jesus the one who makes what is impossible to be possible. We are here before him. You're standing in you France. came to receive Jesus. Say this prayer loud after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I open my heart to you. I receive you in my life. I ask you to save me, to make me your very own. I thank you, Jesus, that your word says when we call upon the name of the Lord, we shall be saved. And right here and right now I choose to call upon the name of Jesus. And I thank you Lord that now I am saved. I believe you. I receive you in my life. I thank you Jesus that finally I am saved. My sins are forgiven. Father, I seal this confession in their lives in the name of Jesus. Thank you that they will never be the same again. Thank you that now, now, they have lifted their eyes from the pool of life and they have placed their eyes on Jesus. Thank you that they are now saved, born again and restored in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 